Today, on the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. The nature of a tribe is that a tribe gives them access to work, supports them, it helps them, and in return, expects them to reflect that they're part of that tribe. Welcome back to the podcast today. How are you, Harrison? Good. Thank you. So today we're talking about a subject that I think a lot of attorneys probably have had some uh, internal struggles with at some point, and it's this idea of conformity and how you really do need to conform to the law firm that you want to work in. So to start things off, why don't you tell me a little bit about what is the sort of driving force that necessitates conformity within a law firm? Well, there's certain ways of acting, there's certain expectations, there's certain things you have to do if you want to be part of a group. And and different groups have different types of conformity, and they expect different things. But if you're part of a group, you're part of a tribe, and and that tribe expects a, a certain type of behavior, and there's a certain standards of behavior and ways of acting and ways of getting along with colleagues and so forth that are expected in, in different types of law firms. And you either conform to that or you don't. And and, th- and that's really the game. And there's different types of conformity. Attorneys are faced with conformity in most cases the, their whole scholastic career. And, and when they're in law school, when they're in college, or even when you're in elementary school, there's different types of conformity. And, and so you have to learn how to conform with a law firm, just like you would other organizations. But in a law firm, it's even probably more pronounced than many attorneys are even used to. And you know, that's a good point. And you mentioned in the article how the people who tend to naturally excel in these law firm environments are people who are able to conform early on in their lives and in their schooling. And what are some examples of that, the early forms of conformity all the way up through law school? Is it a sports teams and fraternities and that sort of thing? Or how do you identify an organization that needs you to conform? I think all most law firms do uh, require some sort of conformity. You brought up fraternities are very interesting. I, I, I was in the fraternity when I was in uh, college. I'm not necessarily proud of the fraternity I was in. They did all these things to break you and make you part of the group. They make you feel like if there's all these benefits to being part of the group, if you don't behave a certain way, you're not going to be part of the group. You need to have secrets. You need to, your spirit needs to be broken, like all these different things that the groups will do, fraternities to make people loyal to them. And, and it works. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, when I, you know, the only people that I, that, you know, that people in my fraternity are really still in touch with are people from that fraternity, and which is very interesting for people I went to college with. There is a role in a fraternity as a conformist organization. Families expect different types of conformity. Parents expect their kids to be a certain way and produce a certain product. And different families have different types of conformity than others. There's a lot of conformity is something is expected. And, and attorneys, if you don't conform to what they're in a law firm to what's expected, and if you don't look like you are capable of conforming, then most law firms don't want to... Is the reason that they don't want to hire you because they think you won't do good work, or is it because they think you'll cause uh, conflict within the firm? What are the dangers of hiring somebody who does not conform? Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question. Webinars take place on Zoom, and you can join the next webinar by using the Zoom ID. The Zoom ID for this webinar is 
8688-9844. Again, that Zoom ID is 868-9816-5944. You can also find more information by going to coaching.oar.com. A, a law firm is like all groups of people when they come together are, are tribes. And so the, the nature of a tribe is that a tribe is a, come together to, to one source and, and that source gives them access to, to work, which I guess it gives them, supports them, it helps them and it gives them things to do. And, and it, but in return, it expects them to reflect that they're part of that tribe and to act in certain ways that, that indicate they're part of that tribe. And it's very, the whole idea of if you've ever studied anthropology or it's just fascinating. In India, for example, there's just hundreds of different types of caste and, and religious sects. And, and Indians will point to a certain person and say they're interested in business because they're part of a sect or they're this way because of that. And so different groups have different characteristics. Some religions, for example, in India, the people will not eat anything that's ever been alive and they'll only eat plants that grow on ground. There's just different, that's like I'm talking about Jains. And then there's there's different types of other types of religions that are groups that are considered good at business. And that's just, it's very interesting. But the point of being part of a group is if you're part of a certain group, you're expected to re- reflect the values of the group, re- reflect certain types of behaviors of the group, and be the sort of person that the group, you know, that the group would be interested, that would be part of that group. And so if a firm is hiring people that don't seem like they're part of that group, or they won't conform, or they're, or they're untrustworthy, then it's almost like they have a traitor in their midst, or they have someone that they feel is going to weaken the quality of the group. Or if the person's too independent, then they're not really part of the group. They're only out for themselves. Law firms and all groups want to have people, if they're going to be part of a group, that are going to really seem like they're, they're, they have the values and the, the things that are important to that group. And that you make a really interesting point, how if you have somebody in your group, in your tribe, who is not willing to conform, is not interested in conforming, that they can be essentially perceived as a traitor, as somebody who's acting against the group. And it, it does make sense that somebody who's maybe more independent or has an entrepreneurial mindset, not that they would necessarily actively be looking for ways to undermine the firm, but they might be more interested in doing something outside of work, uh, pro bono work or starting their own firm. And then they may not give 110% of their time and their energy to the law firm that they're working for. So it I, that stands to reason, yes, that it, it doesn't benefit the law firm to hire somebody who is not willing to conform. So that sort of takes me to my next question, which is if you actually write in the article, the question everyone must ask themselves is, am I better off as part of the group or am I better off doing something else and looking out for myself in some other way? What? How can you evaluate yourself to answer that question? What should you be looking for inside yourself to determine whether you're better off in a group or on your own? Yeah, that's a good question. There's certain people that are, are more suited to different types of jobs, and there's certain people that are suited to not being part of groups. And in some cases, if you're part of a group, you, that means you have to give up part of your identity and, and you have to be a representative of the group and uh, you have to give up control. An attorney that joins a law firm that has the ability to you know, generate a lot of business and clients and they may be better off with their own law firm. It's just how it is. Or an attorney has the ability to do certain things very well that has a hard time working with others just because they don't like it. They have problems with that may be better off on their own doing things. And so 
you have to understand the, the nature of what you are and the nature of what's important to you. Some people have this a need for control and they want to be in authority and they want to be seen. And those kind of people may not be uh, the best people to be part of a group. You have to be part of a group. You have to be willing to be a follower and usually for quite a while. Not everybody's comfortable with that, but some people are. It just depends um, on you. I, I know a lot of law firms with their partners, they some law firms pay partners far less than they're, they're really worth. A partner may make, I don't know, they may make 500000 or a million dollars if they have a big book of business, less than they're capable of making in a competing firm. But they accept that because they're willing, they want to be part of a group and they get power from that association. Other people, their power is internal, so they would never dream of staying very long at a place that's not compensated in the full amount because they don't believe that the group gives them power. So it just depends on the person. It's not everybody's framed differently. Personally, I don't know that I would ever work without a group of people around, but I, at the same time, I don't know. I think it would be very difficult working in, in a law firm and, and not feeling like you have control over your future all the time as well. So it's just, there's a lot of balance. So there's a saying that comes to mind, which is if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And oh, I think wow. that kind of yeah. ties into what you're saying about how if you surround yourself with people when you're trying to build something, whether that's in your case, building your own company and surrounding mm. yourself with a team of people, building your own tribe, mm. or in the case of a law firm attorney, finding a tribe that works for you and supports you and you want to support them. So that's going to take you really far in your career. But maybe there are individuals who just benefit from moving quickly and they don't want to you know, be burdened by politics in the office or dealing with social constructs within their work life. They may just prefer to practice on their own and take a fast route to wherever they're going. So mm -hmm. it's not that necessarily one is better or worse than the other. It's just up to the individual to determine what works best for them so that they can truly thrive in the environment that works for them. So one thing that is interesting to me, though, about conformity and belonging to this tribe is that how can you still make a name for yourself and get recognized and advance in your career if you are doing your best to conform and do what's asked of you? How do you make a name for yourself without being too nonconformist? Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. I think that the most important way to make a name for yourself if you want to be part of a group is to to do what's expected of the group and to really represent the ideals of the group and, and then to play by their rules. It's just as simple as that. Like you can't you can't do well if you're playing outside the rules of the group. It's interesting. You see all these people inside of law firms and I get these kind of news stories almost every day from different new services and stuff that about attorneys losing being disbarred attorneys having one issue or another and, and part of the reason for that is many times is that uh, 
you know, that, that they're when they're, especially when they're, I'm sorry, attorneys losing their jobs in law firms is the one that I'm most concerned about. But a lot of times they're just doing things that don't conform with the way the law firm wants to see itself. So social standards are always changing. And so it's just what's, what you can do when you're on your own is often much different of what you can do when you're with a group of people. Because if you're with a group of people, certain types of behaviors are not going to be acceptable. Whereas if you're on your own, nothing would ever happen. And I had an experience not too long ago. I was talking to a partner and he had literally been uh, fired from his law firm where he was a partner because he came to uh, the office on a casual dress day with some jeans where he had a rip in the crotch he wasn't even aware of. And and he wasn't exposing himself or anything, but people could see his underwear. And, and so he went into a meeting and someone saw it and complained and, and he lost his job. And would that happen if he had his own firm? I don't know. Probably not, right? You're not going to lose your job if you have your own firm for something like that. But because the firm is very sensitive to that sort of thing, he lost his job. So groups can help you. But sometimes, like in that case, they certain, the group certainly protected the woman that was offended by seeing his underwear. But at the same time, was that the best thing for his career? Would he be better off not being disgraced and having lost his job? So there's just, you have to think about the group will protect you, protecting the woman, but it can also hurt you if you fall outside with the group. Absolutely. And if you do find yourself falling outside the good graces of your group for one reason or another, is it always the case that you would be better off on your own? Or is it sometimes the case that you're just in the wrong group and you need to find a a new group that is more aligned with your values and beliefs? I think it's very important just to find the right group. That's my personal belief. I think think being in the right group is very important. I know when I've interviewed with law firms before where I was just like, there's just no way I'm going to ever be comfortable working here like these people will hate me they'll, they'll be they would not want to work with me that's just they're too the, the personalities are just opposite what i am and i've seen other firms where it clicks so you just have to be with the type of people that you're comfortable with and you can usually pick it up fairly quickly and every law firm and every group has ways of approaching the world and thinking about things and being with one that matches the way you think is really the most important thing I I completely agree with that sentiment. And I I also agree that in general, when you meet people for the first time or when you step into a room for the first time, I think most people can pick up on the energy and they can identify whether this is a place where where they will feel comfortable and they will Mm. feel welcomed or whether they feel like an outsider and they might have trouble fitting in. Mm-hmm. But the thing that comes to mind is that a lot more interviews, especially early first round interviews, are taking place remotely over over Zoom and things like that. With this new sort of remote environment that we're moving into, how can you identify the culture or the, the vibe of that tribe? And does it even matter so much anymore if you're going to end up working remotely or only going to an office a few days a week? I think it matters. It matters just because you, you don't know the kind of standards and the way that uh, the, the, how the law firm is going, you don't know how they're going to evaluate your work. You don't know how they're going to evaluate you. You just don't know any of that. And so the only way to really find that out is, is by the culture. And so different things are, are emphasized in different cultures. And I, I it, for me, it was very interesting. I've worked for people where the most important aspect of the culture was just looking very good, like sub style or substance. In some places, the most important thing is substance. And so it's just, it depends on you know, the, the group you're with. And you have to find people that really think the way you do and have the same beliefs you do. And it's difficult. You just can't, but you need usually to talk to quite a few people in order to, to understand what, what's, what works and, and what doesn't for you. 
And if you don't get a chance to be there in person and, and maybe mm-hmm. just casually ask like a receptionist or somebody like that about the, the culture, what are some ways that you can find out about the culture of a law firm? Is it ever acceptable to reach out to uh, somebody through LinkedIn or email to, to ask about the firm in the cultural sense? Or, or how would you go? I, I don't know that I, for me, I don't know that I would ever really be able to get that information from a secretary. I, I think I would... You, but I think you can really get that information from when you start talking to people and how they seem and and how open they are and how connected they are. Like when I, I remember when I interviewed with law firms, like there were certain law firms where I knew that like I could just tell immediately that I just never would fit in, that these people, it, it just wouldn't be a good match. And I would have a very hard time uh, advancing there. And I talked to other ones where it was like immediately like I was just part of the club and, and I knew I would be and and I could tell just by the way that people were relating to me that it would work out and be a great match. And, and it was and almost in, in a particular one law firm that I did work in, when I, I quit, they came and were like, you're not like these other people, you, you fit in here, we like you. And these other people can go to another firm and talk about their clerkship or whatever, but you're the kind of person we want. And to me, that really said a lot because it said they were saying like, you fit in and I knew I other firms that I've may have spoken to in, in the future in the past or after that time were, were the exact opposite and so you just have to get a sense of the people you share the same values you do the same things and one law firm I went to I couldn't believe it like everybody and when I got there later and I found out that all the men or most and the women most of them were Catholic they all knew each other and, and went to church similar not some of them the same churches others the different churches but they all knew each other and which to me was incredible you can't and so they all really shared something in common and you wouldn't know that unless you um, knew them but that that was something it would probably be difficult for a lot of people to fit in there if you weren't if you didn't cast in their mold and, and so you just there's things like that you have to see if you share things with them culturally because if you don't you're just not going to be a good fit a lot of times and it's hard it's hard to when you realize that a lot of times that stands between you and being successful i talk to people all the time and once every once in a while i'll, I'll talk to an associate and or someone that wants to get a job and i'll start asking them questions try to get to understand them and they'll say something like that's that's not important you don't need to know this stuff and uh and I'll be like, I'm trying to see how you're going to connect. You have to be able to connect to people. And I'm trying to connect with you because a law firm is going to hire you based on your ability to connect, not just your resume. And I think a lot of people don't understand that because your ability to connect means you're going to conform and be someone that they're comfortable with. And, and not everybody understands that. You know, that's absolutely true. And as you were saying that, it, it brought to mind something that I was remembering from a recent past life in, in the startup world. And something that's really commonly known in that startup world is investors tend to invest in founders more so than they invest in companies. So they're putting money behind people who they believe will will commit, will do a good job. And that's exactly what you're saying about when people are hiring. They're hiring the person behind the resume. They're not just looking at your accomplishments and your skills and abilities. They're looking to see if you're the type of person who is going to commit, who's going to work to succeed no matter the costs. And I think that is a a very important takeaway from this podcast that no matter who you are, your resume is not all that it takes to get hired. It really is about your personality. And in the case of working in a law firm, especially a large law firm, that what matters most about your personality is your ability to fit in and your ability to conform. 
Oh yeah. And, and, and that's, a, that's one of the biggest things I wish people could understand that. But if a law firm likes you, they're just, they're, they're going to, they're not really going to pay a lot of attention to your resume or people, when you see people, a lot of times that end up in firms that they don't, that they really just, there's, they, they just don't belong. There's just, they're not, their qualifications don't match. And most of the time, the reason they get there is because they're able to, they're able to match, they're able to connect with, with people and they look like they're going to conform. And so when the law firm sees them, they meet them, they just look like they're really good fits. And so they're the kind of people that belong there and, and, and make a job for them. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. And I think a lot of that could also be said about generating business. It's not necessarily the all of the past accomplishments of the firm, but it's more the personal relationships that an individual attorney forms with potential clients. And the clients give the work to the people who they like rather than just the most successful law firm. I think all that is fascinating. And I, I really appreciate you giving some insight on conformity because, I, like I said at the beginning, I think... A lot of attorneys probably wrestle with this and are trying to determine internally, maybe I don't fit in here. Should I try to conform? Should I do my own thing? Should I try to move somewhere else? Mm -hmm. So is there any last word of advice that you want to give to the listeners about identifying whether they should conform or whether they should move to another place or do their own thing? Just anything that you want to say at the end of this podcast? I think that, that the, the most important thing about conformity is just realizing when you're working for other people, you do have to, you have to conform. And so that's probably the most important point to understand. And, and if you have a hard time conforming, you either need to learn how to conform or, or you need to do something else. And, and I just, I've seen too many people fail because they refuse to conform. And I like what you said. I think it was a really good point. If you want to go fast, you do something on your own. If you want to go far, do it with a group of people. And honestly, there's so much truth to that because the people that are able to get along in groups and stick with them typically can do very well over time. It may not be as easy in the short run, but it's probably a much better thing in the long run if you're able to do that. And so I think, I think that was a really good point. Absolutely. Thank you. And I appreciate your time. 